we are truly in the darkest timeline, so why not travel back to a simpler time, when your toughest choice was what to rent a blockbuster for the weekend, Face Off or Con Air. That's where the Talkbuster podcast comes in. Every episode, Chris Chipman is joined by a guest who relive their time working for Blockbuster. The good and the bad. It's a fun nostalgic dive that, if nothing else, is a great escape. Find the Talkbuster podcast on your favorite podcasting site today. Hello and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this the darkest timeline. I'm Axel Wright, and with me, as always, is oh, your Walter Cronkite voice. Uh, that, that, I needed that. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you called it Walter Cronkite because that's literally what I was going for. So no, it's it's got a very I like it. Oh, this is Lord Commander Auric. Yeah, how you doing, man? Uh, it's hot. I am burned out. I have had a very difficult week. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Things are pretty good on my side in general. And my my lady is laying down next to me, entertaining herself on her phone. So she's going to hear this whole side of the conversation. And, oh, and for those, peek behind the scene for everyone else, we are, I don't know, we, we, we literally have like a list of topics. And we were like, which topic? I don't know. Random number generator. So. <laughs> yeah. What... Here's the thing. At time of recording, we are moving into our end-of-the-year Scramble Dash wrap-up before we go on break to recharge. And uh, this year, it's kind of like, I got nothing. <laughs> well, we also were going to record something else tonight, but we had a planned guest, no spoilers, and they had to uh, reschedule because of illness, which is perfectly reasonable. Yeah, no, we're adaptable. We're not adaptable at the best of times. Yeah. But anyway, before we get into the actual topic of discussion, we have the patrons, the people who are so awesome they actually pay us to do what we're doing, and the least we can do to pay them back is say their names out loud. They are Pam Galley, Marquis, Chris Chipman, River Galley, Krug, Arthur Crane, Kevin Vay, Brennan Agnew, John Vinnels, Kit Kenny, Seth Decker, Donna Lucy, Patrick Anderson, Carson Amell, Scott Rubin, Derek Takate, and Peter Cook. If you would like to become part of this illustrious legion, just head on over to our Patreon, Patreon slash Geeks with Shields. A dollar a month gets you like 25 cents an episode, so we put out four or more things a month most of the time, you know, not crises or illness withstanding, but, and it goes a long way towards helping us out. Anyway, the topic of today, well, normally I say the little things that Orgus was supposed to say in Necolog or slash Buckler, because it's a Buckler, not Necolog, but he has the book full of topics, so I'm going to let him do it. Uh... We are going to take on the internet's favorite Hydra and talk about superheroes. More specifically, is superhero a genre as it applies to film and TV? Can I get super semantic for a moment here? Which I feel like this topic lends itself to. Yes, no, this one was planned with time for tangent. Okay, what is a genre? And I don't mean, like, what is the literal definition, because, of course, we could just look up the literal definition and probably be done with this whole conversation. But what does genre really mean for purposes? If communication, if the point of communication in words is to convey ideas to one another, when we say genre to someone, what is it that they are thinking? I should say it other way around, because I'm talking to you, Ulrich. When someone says genre to you, what does that mean? And then I'll give my answer after you. To me, genre is, like, the broadest, most general definition of this is a thing and this is what it entails. Like if I'm going like, what kind of movie are you in? And you would say, oh, I'm looking for action genre. Like, okay, well, this is everything that falls under that very nebulous umbrella. And cards on the table, 
I don't like the idea of genres because I think they don't work in terms of art. Hmm. So, like in the, outside the very broadest sense. So I've like, made my opinion about things like this, I think, pretty well established in previous recordings. I have a whole speech about video game, quote-unquote, genres. So I, I can empathize with that statement, Ulrich. I do feel, though, that for me, the, the important... Again, the most important part of communication when it comes to this kind of concept is communicate is transferring ideas, having you have an intent of meaning, and having a person who is hearing you grasp that meaning. So a genre, to me, is only useful insofar as you can convey to the person you're talking to what aspect of the movie you're trying to convey with the genre word because of course genre really is just a broad as you said it's a broad categorization and the point of categories is to be able to kind of easily lump a bunch of things together then you make a category for them so i don't see really an issue with genres they just get tricky when you start kind of overlapping what the point of the genre is and what i mean by that is I've talked before about how in video games we use genres, I think, incorrectly, where we are basically lumping them together by mechanics as opposed to what it is they're delivering on. In film and books and stuff, this is less common, but there are, you know, examples of it. Like, before we get to the superhero question, a basic example is a martial arts movie is technically a genre, but there are martial arts comedies, martial arts dramas. I think there's even martial arts horror in a way. Oh, yeah. So, and then that falls under the greater subcategory of action, and then that gets subdivided. Like, I think if you're using genre to categorize, it's only really useful as an entry point. Because I, my go-to example for why genres are bad is, like, if you said, I'm looking for something in the sci-fi genre, and you're thinking Star Trek, and I hand you 40K, those two are not really equivalent. Yes, but I would say that an important part of that conversation is that genres can have levels and they can overlap. Meaning that a genre isn't an all. When you describe something by its genre, it's not an all encompassing description. It's like, here is one thing it is. The example you gave is this is an action film. Okay, what else is it? What type of action film? So there are subgenres, and those subgenres have subgenres. Yeah. And where this becomes a pitfall, and this kind of is the issue, is when it becomes all-encompassing, all-sweeping, and used as a generalization of everything in this genre is. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Because one of the basic problems I remember honestly dealing with you back in high school was you had this impression, and I get why, this impression of anime as a genre. And technically it is. It's really more properly classified as an art form that has genres within it. But that's an example of just like animation, anime, live action, comics, and whatnot are all quote-unquote genres, and they're also mediums, but they contain within them the breadth of kind of stories. So, Yeah, and I just, the more, the older I've got and the more stuff I've interacted with, the less I like genres being used as anything more than the most basic of directories. Which, by that point, I would say that I think it's very clear that superhero is a genre the more interesting question then is 
what does that mean and where is that being used appropriately and inappropriately? Because by what you just said, for instance, I'm betting there's a lot of people that if you say this is in the superhero genre, it's a superhero movie, they will think a very specific type of thing to the movie's detriment or in some cases to the movie's positive, maybe, or the piece is positive. When in reality, something like Super, which is technically a superhero movie, versus Superman which is the original superhero movie, could are basically as far away from each other in every other regard as possible in in the film medium. So I was gonna suggest uh, Chronicle as being a weird outlier. That example that works really well too. Or even right now, I've mentioned to a few people that the opposite of the MCU isn't the DC EU. The opposite of the MCU is the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're both superhero stories dealing entirely with superhero characters. And they both have shared elements. The Boys is funny at times and dramatic at times, and sometimes it has action. But other than those, which are basically mechanical similarities, the tone and the what they're doing as stories could not really be more far apart. Yeah, or I mean, let's even go deeper and let's talk about uh, Lass, you know, Shyamalan's failed follow-up to Unbreakable. I would if I had seen it. Oh, no, you didn't miss much. It's a Shyamalan flick. Yeah, and I'm, I've am i never been a fan of Shyamalan's work. I know that there are some of his Flick's early good. work. It's still... It's really, really, really good. And, well, okay, it's good. It mainly carried on McAvoy being an incredible actor. Yeah. But there's a lot of negatives in there, too. So I, I retract my uh, endorsement. I know, as a, as a tangent, Shyamalan has some very odd writing tendencies. So... Yeah, but... See, technically, a superhero movie, but coming back to the genres, if you said, man, I'm in the mood for a superhero movie, and I gave you Unbreakable, you might be a bit upset with me going, that wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, certainly. I mean, again, the same thing happens, that's why I'm familiar with this, because the same thing happens in video games. If you said, I want to play a first-person shooter, and I handed you Portal, you'd be like, this isn't what I wanted at all. (laughs) Yeah, and this is where it ties into the larger argument and i have the issue with is when people say superhero movies are blank and they use it as a you know wide sweeping statement of all of them are like this one genre and it's like well hold on that's not a true statement well again this comes down to what i'm saying that the basic example you give of i want to watch superhero movie and someone gives you something that isn't within that is illustrating that in this context the thing they are trying to communicate is not being successfully communicated by saying superhero movie or there at least the person on the receiving end is not receiving the intent of the person who is speaking so this means that in this context the term superhero genre or sorry superhero movie is not fulfilling the role that the person speaking intends it to fill which is a really tricky thing you could argue that the person saying it should be more specific then but because I, I could easily say, I want to watch a movie with superheroes in it, and then I could go further and say, and I'd want to watch something that's a little more satirical or serious. And then yeah. you know, someone could give me something like Super or, or Chronicle. No, the one that I kind of see it that inspired this is people use it as a criticism. All the MCU movies aren't specific anything more than just superhero movies. And like the one I see a lot is people going, Logan isn't a Western, it's just a superhero Logan is totally a Western. So, just cut. Oh, man. Okay. 
what the, again? This is an example what you're talking about. Same deal because westerns were okay. A lot of our generation might not get this, but westerns were in the '70s what superhero films are today, and even then, same deal. Not all westerns are created the same. They have different contexts within their different movies. But anyway, anyone who tries to tell me that Logan isn't western, like, is Firefly not a western too? Fuck off. So. Yeah, and that's kind of what sparked this one is people want to do if it has superheroes, it is the mono in uh what what's the word I'm searching for here? Uh mono I know what we're uh monolithic yeah. monolithic? Yes, it's a monolithic genre. If it has people with superpowers, it is just a superhero film. It can be nothing else within that. But even the funny thing is to me, even within MCU films just alone, that isn't true. Like, See, like, that has always been the argument, but the pushback is it's not really this because it only hints at these things. And it's like, what the fuck? That's, that's BS, You are wielding man, you... genre as a cudgel to try and go, my art is better because... Yeah, if you can, if you can watch The Winter Soldier, which is a spy movie that happens to have super-powered characters in it, and Ragnarok, which is a comedy that happens to have superheroes in it, and try to tell me that that's the same genre, no, they have overlap. That's not the same thing. So. The whole thing comes from is, yes, superheroes technically are a genre, but the genre of superhero is not a monolith. Yeah. And again, because it's not an all-encompassing... There really isn't such thing as an all-encompassing monolithic genre. Like, No. There, anything that you can call a genre is going to have variety within itself and overlap into other genres. There's no such thing as like a pure drama. Like, you might say, I mean, even compare things to, like, a drama that's a period piece versus a drama that's modern versus a drama that is a sci-fi. Like, there are sci-fi dramas, there are Western dramas, there are fantasy dramas, you know? (laughs) But that's what I always thought was most interesting, is the people that most frequently wield this as a cudgel against, you know, quote-unquote superheroes as a genre, are the people that are most interested in breaking down the various genres of film. I suppose. Which, again, to me, that's... You know, they just declare they're all MCU movies are the same thing. It's all just the superhero genre with slight, you know, twerks picked in. It's like that's every genre. Every genre is it's primarily this thing, but they add elements and flavors of these other things. Yeah, and like I want to be clear, I have I'm not like this Marvel can do no wrong kind of person, but there is a certain level and of you're like not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but there's a certain level of the Marvel machinery and the decisions that Feige and Co have made are partly so good because they are allowing so much variety and wiggle room within their franchise. Like, the fact that we have these various movies that are so... in properties that are actually quite different from each other, even if they have... Yes, I will totally admit there is such thing as MCU-isms. There are certain... Yes. There are certain traits and attributes that are shared across the franchise. But those few... That does not invalidate that they have differing genres within their other genres it just means that they have motifs essentially yeah and i mean it's what happens when one studio produces all these movies in the thing i mean the universal monsters are called the universal monsters not just because they were all produced by the same studio but because there was overlap in aesthetic and design and how they were put together yeah and Again, it's the same of anything. If, if someone tried to accuse it of, of Westerns or I, I don't even know like what other um, musicals 
or any anything like that, I'd be just as incredulous. It's it just comes from I feel like it is people reaching for let me back up, let me back up. I can understand that as an audience member, if you're seeing the same aesthetic or even the same like specific features over and over again, and then you start associating them with other feelings you have, which is superhero fatigue, which I don't believe is a real thing, but I have some people, yes, I get it, then I can understand where someone comes to this conversation. And that's why I will not get on someone's case, like my buddy Stevie, who said to me the other day that he he just is tired of the MCU, and he said, like, fuck the MCU, but he's a fan of the boys. And I get it, because, again, the boys is basically the opposite. And I don't begrudge him that. I think that it's a little short-sighted, because, again, I think the MCU actually has variety within it, and I think the DCU has variety. In fact, I'd argue that part of why the early DCU was failing is because it wasn't being varied enough, and now it's being more varied, but that's a whole other conversation. So, Yeah, and I mean, you can be tired of a thing. No one says you have to keep going to these, you know, movies, you know? Yeah. Like, I am... I will actually defend the fact that I like that the MCU has leaned heavily into things being comedic first, because they're based off comic books! Anyway, but... That's a whole other... <laughs> hornet's nest yeah but my point is that if someone else doesn't feel that way i don't begrudge them at all uh it, it doesn't bother me so yeah now i don't know what else really to say about this because yes superheroes are a genre in the sense that a genre is the most basic directory of okay now let me narrow this down with 30 subsequent questions to find what you really want here's what i will say if instead the point of a genre is to tell the person who is hearing it what sort of experience they are in for, what sort of emotional experience that they are going to have, what sort of interaction with the medium they're going to have, then the term superhero genre is meaningless because it doesn't tell them anything. Yeah. Because it, it could be any number of things. It's not the same thing as saying you're going to see a comedy. Because while a comedy has many subgenres within it, a black comedy is very different from like a pop comedy, for example. Oh yeah, that's uh, apples and oranges. Yeah, you still understand that when someone says comedy, you're going to be laughing. That's the emotional experience you're going to have. If someone says horror, if it's whether it's a sci-fi horror or fantasy horror or a comedy horror, you still understand that. The movie is going to try to set off your fight-or-flight reflex somehow, whether it's through jump scares or tension or something. So you know the emotional feeling that you are somewhat in store for. And in that regard, genres are useful. With superheroes, that doesn't work because you don't know at all what subgenre of superhero you're going to get into just by the, that term. So even though I think superhero definitely is a genre, I don't think it's useful on its own. It only works as supplementary to other descriptive th- uh, descriptive terms. Yeah. All right. I mean, that was my concluding thought. <laughs> yeah. No, this was kind of a rambly one, but that's why we do bucklers. Sometimes they're just kind of fun to break down rambly, complex ideas that aren't quite a full episode. Also, sometimes it allows Ulrich to have a, I'm tired of responding to this or seeing this, so now we have a recording, so I can just be like, there, we readdressed it there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I try to avoid ones that's just old man yelling at clouds or middle-aged man, whatever this qualifies as, but sometimes you gotta do it. (laughs) Yeah, because this is definitely old man yelling at clouds, but this also feels like 
young man yelling at old people. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, do all those things that I and Ulrich as a content creator need to ask you to do because you know content creation. You know how it is. And the more you share it, the more people see it, and the more people see it, the more we can grow, and the more we grow, the more we can do. Fingers crossed, theoretically. Hey, we've done uh, pretty good consistent numbers over the last few months, which is always awesome to see. And those numbers have been on these wonderful platforms that host us. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the FiresideAlliance.com. And if you really like us and you want to let other people know, head on over to Spotify.com and rate us five stars. Because in theory, that's supposed to boost us up in the algorithm. But we all know algorithms are filthy, filthy liars. And as always, this has been Axel Wright. And it's your brother, Lord Commander Orc. Be sure to tune in next time. And as always, stay honorable. <laughs>